Capital 263. Hello everyone, welcome to the show. This is Dion. This is Technology. <laughs> Start. Yeah, okay, and welcome to Technology. This is Dion, of course. Your host, brought to you by Capital 263. Free to say it, free to do it. The best and only podcast network in Zimbabwe. And I'm joined, of course, by the one, the only. Gary Tindamano, also known as Yuga the Slump God. Uh, Slump God. Yes, I'm the coolest host here. Yes, the other guy. Fine. The other guy's lame. I, I won't say anything. Yeah, yeah. You have you have the right to your own um opinion. Oh yes. Oh, wow. you have but the right it's not to an opinion. I think most of the most of the listeners can agree to this. Yes, it's an alternative fact. Like yes. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Like like Trump's administration. So how are you doing, T Cap? I am alright. Eh? Um it's been it's been quite hectic actually. I feel good. I feel like it's a good week. A lot of things have happened and I'm really excited. Mm, like Google I.O. is one of them, of course, we'll talk about that. But um a lot of thievery has been happening recently. Thievery. Thievery, yes. That's a word. Thievery. Theft. Oh. No, like what do you mean a lot? Oh yes, a lot. Like Instagram, let's go there. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of people who are ah. listening today use have used or will use Instagram for quite a portion of their lifetime. And the memes, you've, the yes, memes. of course, the memes, the Photoshop, the f- filters, and all of them. Yeah. And if you've been using Instagram recently, I'm pretty sure you've seen the new update. The latest update. The latest update. So innovative. Amazing. 100%. 100% <laughs> original. <laughs> it came straight from the Instagram factories, people. Instagram factories. <laughs> this is the Trump accent. 100% <laughs> original. We did not steal this from the Russians. <laughs> no, but wouldn't it be insta- wouldn't it be Snapchat who'd have the Trump thing? They are stealing our features. We <laughs> need to build a wall over Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically what's happened is that Instagram has stolen the last big feature from Snapchat. Snapchat. Yes, and that's I call them I call them selfie filters. I'm not sure if that's the right. Uh, well, s- Snapchat, Snapchat, the, the term that Snapchat uses, they call them. Um, what do they call them? They call them lenses. Snapchat lenses. So now that uh, Snap Instagram is officially stolen, the last thing that Snapchat had it had to itself um, the the lenses and now put them into their latest update. And I don't. <sighs> yeah, and for those who. Are a bit confused because I would have been definitely confused if you told me about Snapchat lenses. I don't use Snapchat. Is they're basically those you know those um, additions they put like they put puppy ears yeah. and the flower crown thingy. Yeah, they're, those they're, stuff. They're basically filters that uh, track your motion and your face. Yeah, there we go. They look really good. Great um, use of AI as well. Exactly. And the Instagram are calling them face filters, and yeah. And I have to say, I have to say. You know, but like every case with with the original and the the clone or the 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 mimicking version is that the original still looks better. Snapchat looks better. The the Snapchat filters look better. The Instagram yeah. ones they look ugly. So you've used both of them. Yes, they so look ugly. What I've been hearing is that Instagram are trying to keep them mature because they have an older audience. Like Snapchat, well, majority of it are teenagers like us, the youth, you know. Um, but you know, Snapchat They're trying to keep Instagram. them mature. Are you gonna see ten year old, like a twenty or thirty? Year old? Oh no, wait, oh, yeah, you can actually. Yeah, I mean, see yeah, you can see thirty. Year old a fifty year old using <laughs> Instagram filters. You see, that it is really stupid. I that mean, look, look. In this market, thirty years old is still kind of old. It's like it's technically old because with Snapchat, they 
the what is the average age about 19 or 18 or so. Yeah. Like, like people are all very young. So then it can be tacky and you know cute and overdone and people will like it. But then with Instagram, they need to still appeal to 30-year-olds. And 30-year-olds see these childish things, they'll be like, oh, get off my lawn, this is too young for me. <laughs> we, we can't have that happening. So I think that's the reason why they're not appealing. But then, I mean, look, they have 200 million active users. Active yeah. story users. That's just for the Instagram Yeah, page. yeah. Um, Instagram stories. No, more than Snapchat's f- active users in general. At first, they were, oh, wow, that is... <laughs> That is savage. That yeah, is that savage. Is All right. So at first, yeah. So at first, I thought that um, these Instagram stories w- would never last, but then they're actually turning out to be a very interesting feature, and that adds something more to the to the social network itself. I mean, Instagram before the the, uh, the live videos and everything was just cool, but then you know they edit the in, the the live videos edit something nice. Yeah, it's, to a, it's a great thing. And Facebook have it as well. So then now we can expect Facebook to have filters. Actually, I'm actually quite shocked that Facebook, Facebook wasn't you know the thing to have the face filters and all the other copying Snapchat um, first. Actually, it's it's quite it's quite reasonable. As you know, how less and less people are using Facebook daily compared to back in the days. Yeah. So Instagram is and the Instagram uh, user counts are, are going up. So that means more people are actually using Instagram than, than ever Facebook. before. Yes. So in no, uh, Facebook still has more accounts, but I think now Instagram at this stage is more people using it daily compared yeah, to Facebook. Users. Because exactly. a lot of people yeah. just say, "I have a Facebook account." Yes, everyone has a Facebook account, months. but how many people use Facebook daily? I mean, most people even use Messenger. Messenger is a big one. Mm. You see, um, so Instagram, we're seeing Instagram blowing up, becoming something bigger. So now it's actually the social network, and they're investing everything they have into Instagram rather than is investing it into Facebook. It's a really smart move. Fair enough. I, I mean, I do see that. But then I'm quite saddened right now by the fact that, uh, you know, Snapchat came up with an original idea. They came up with all these great original ideas. But now they're threatened as a company because a big conglomerate like Instagram, or Facebook in this case, can just pop up and say, look, we're bigger than you. We have money and we have influence. So we're going to use that to crush you. And we're going to see less innovation as a result. I think that's the problem that comes up with this. Well, this is, this is just a typical example of corporal espionage. We've really seen it. We've really seen it many times before. Um, you know, mobile companies have done it before, like stealing mm. small features from unknown companies, putting, in the, putting them on their flagships. Or even buying companies. Exactly. Right. Yeah, that yeah. happens a lot. Um, you know, stealing ideas from other uh, from other smaller companies, incorporating it into their companies. So it's really just all business. It's strictly business. You know, uh, in the corporate world, there's no there's no mercy. I mean, if I really don't care about you and I want to make money, I would do everything in my power to legally just take you out, make you obsolete and irrelevant. And this yeah. place of irrelevancy, this is this is where I see Snapchat going. And you know, the numbers even saying it. It's really sad. I mean, I could you could remember the days, you could remember the days when um and when Samsung was well. I mean, they're still competing with Apple, but the days when it was fierce, when Samsung were literally copying every single thing Apple yeah. did, and it was crazy because people were like, "Look, this company is not original," and but then Apple is you know Apple is still a huge company. They will yeah. not disappear anytime soon. And at the time, it wasn't as if there was any threat. Like they they weren't having they weren't in the same situation as Snapchat. And that's why I'm more sympathetic to them. 
you know, to Snapchat because seeing them going away because they're a smaller company. But then, you know, Samsung have stolen all these features. Like, remember the, was it the S2 or the S? No, it was the S2. Yeah. Like, they had a, someone did like a literal comparison. They put an S2 and then they put a, I think it was an iPhone 3G. Yes, a 3G. And the phones looked the same. Like, the buttons were the literally the only thing that were different because the Samsung. No, it was the first, the first Galaxy. The first one? Yeah, the S1. First one. Yeah. The S, as it's called. Exactly, yeah. there's the S between the S and the S2 because they're also quite no, similar. No, those are the first. The, the first. first one, my word, they were too similar. They stole the button, the, the, the way that the phone looks, the speakers. Everything. everything about it was sad. Even even like the wallpaper was the same. Yeah. It was uh, horrible. And I mean, we could say it's continued. You know, with Apple Pay coming out, that was uh, what an, a great innovation by Apple and Samsung copied it. And they had Samsung Pay. Yeah. Yeah, it's really sad, and and you know, it's it's something that's gonna just gonna be there in the corporate world, whether we like it or not. People are gonna be stealing ideas from each other. I think at this point, it's just the way it is, and it's just the way a common trend. You know, if you don't have an idea, just steal somebody else's idea, use it, yeah. make it better. That's what people. Are I mean, doing. Apple have been doing that as well. They've always done that. iPod, iPhone. They're not new things. They're just yeah done well. iPod. They literally stole that from the Walkman. Yeah, you see. So it's now just that's the question: Is it still stealing, if it's like that, or is it just you know creating a product? You see, no, like I, I think you have yeah. you have you have uh, a scapegoat. If if you you take something, then you perfect it. I don't really think it's stealing. I think it's improving on something on someone else's idea. So but like then the if you just blatantly take some someone's idea, like what they did with the lenses, Instagram, that's just basic stealing. Yeah. And, you know, on that note, we're talking about Samsung Pay. It's um, official. This week, it's launched in the UK, the United Kingdom. And I was more interested in this story because I wanted to talk about, you know, all these NFC payment options versus EcoCash. So, Samsung Pay uses NFC, um, near-field communication, for those who do not know. That's basically, it's like Bluetooth, but it's... yeah. How do I say it's like it's it's it uses less battery? Yeah, it's more passive. It's more passive. It doesn't it's more not like an active thing. So what you do is that you tap your phone onto like a little pad terminal or thing yeah. or pad in, in the store. And then your phone will open the app automatically. Your card will pop up. You have to just put a few details like maybe your PIN number or if you're using one of the late uh, the better phones, you could just put in your your fingerprint. Yeah. Or if you're using the S eight, you can even put your iris scan. Just scan your Don't iris. Yeah. There we go. And then boom, you connect and you you just pay for that. Yeah. And it's a fantastic feature. But then I thought, well, we have EcoCash right now. And what if I was to argue that EcoCash is a much more elegant solution? Mm, yeah, really? Is yes, it? I actually want to argue that right now. Why? Why because okay. If you noticed the the newer e- EcoCash solution that they've been doing, what they've been doing, um, a couple of shops, they don't... Okay, so you know in some shops, if you go to some shops and you want to pay through EcoCash, you have to have to press the whole number in, uh, star yeah. one, five, one, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's really horrible. I hate doing that. Better solution was you put your number down, so it's like you just type in your number quickly, and then after that, you get a message, like within, what, seconds, on your phone, you put your pin, and the, everything just goes through, and it's done. And you can do that you can do that even with a feature phone. Like if you have the new re- newly released uh, Nokia 3310, <laughs> you could use that to you know, pay with EcoCash. 
But then with NFC, you have to have your phone and you have your to, flagship you know, smartphone, not just any phone. Yes, your flagship smartphone. You had to like you could if you don't tap properly, it won't work. If you mess up with the details, it won't work. We've seen sometimes how okay, so fair enough, Touch ID and the fingerprint scanners on like the Huawei's and the Pixels, they've been doing really well. But then some phones, the the fingerprint scanners can be a bit problematic. You can get in a situation where when you tap it, it doesn't really get it quickly. Yeah, especially with the iPhones, uh, the iPhone 6, 6 and the 6S. You have to wipe, you have to really make sure that sometimes it's clean to mm. use it. The Samsung especially have been a problem because I've noticed some of the guys, when they're having their phone with friends at school, they tap it first time and they'd be like, no, they have to slide down, right? Yeah. Yes, they have to slide down. They slide down the first time, it's like, uh, then they keep doing the sliding thing. And I'm thinking, mm, that's not really a nice experience. And you could imagine if you're at a shop trying to buy something, you keep <laughs> sliding and you, everyone looks at you like, um, dude. Yeah, even the same thing with the iPhones. You, you have to clean it. Or if you, if you keep on lo- unlocking it using your fingerprint, sometimes you, re- you, you, re- yeah, you reach a point where you actually have to input the password instead of My just... <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's not an elegant solution. I just think, and look, the problem, the main problem with NFC payments like this is the fact that, like in, like, Samsung Pay is launched in the UK, but yeah. it's only for select banks. Like, you can only use these banks. Like, I think it's HSBC and the like. And if you're using the wrong bank, you can't use it. And if also, if you go to the wrong shops, you can't use it because some shops don't have the NFC tag things. But honestly, okay, uh, honestly, I feel like uh, this, this whole... NFC NFC is more is overly more secure compared to EcoCash and EcoCash, if EcoCash doesn't make uh, more improvements to make the, the security, whole, yeah, to, to make the whole process more secure because EcoCash has been hacked before. People are using fraud, uh, fraudulent what information to steal cash from EcoCash and stuff mm. like that, and there have been messages circulating on WhatsApp on on being circulated by EcoNet telling people do not pay extra payments and everything to use right. EcoCash. You know, wait. People so, do that. Yes. Um, so they they make this kind of like scam where they say you have to charge us a dollar yeah, for every transaction, yeah. something like that, right? Yeah. And yeah, I think they have to really make it more that. secure for for people because people are being taken advantage of. So that's that's what I'm saying. Uh, and um, why with NFC, even though it's not available to most people, I think yeah. overall it's just the more secure, faster uh, alternative to this. But we're not gonna get it in Africa, like in Zim for I mean, a while. Fair enough. I didn't really think of the security. You see. Um, but then, yeah. I'm I mean, smart. Don't worry. <laughs> keep on going. Shut up. <laughs> you have been schooled. Don't no, worry. listen. No, I, I didn't this think PhD. I won't. I won't <laughs> say take this L because take this PhD. You have been schooled, son. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. Sad. I was. I wasn't thinking about security as much um, because, you see, that's the thing. People really take security for granted. I mean, even with the whole ransomware that happened recently, the WannaCry thing, people have been really taking security not seriously. And I think people shouldn't do that. Like, it's dangerous. We, we've, seen, we've seen how bad it can be. Um, like, the hackers have actually earned more than $87,000 from people actually paying them for That's the ransomware. Really dope. For them. Not for the consumers. Because if you got hacked, if you got affected by it, and you paid the monies, What's the guarantee that they'll actually like decrypt your stuff and actually <laughs> help you? What if they decide, ah, screw you, thanks for the money, and just go? There's no li- there's no liability. What are you gonna do, sue them? <laughs> well, um, so I was surprised to learn uh, that WannaCry actually made it into Zim. <laughs> <laughs> 
Seriously. Yes. Who got affected? Is there any news? Ah, no. Zimbabwe was on the list of the uh, affected countries. <laughs> so, like, uh, the, the list of affected countries, uh, mainly most Asian countries, Asian countries United American countries, Britain. Uh, Britain. Brit- America was lucky in the sense that this whole thing... Um, yeah. This whole thing happened over the weekend for them. Like it happened on a Friday, so most computers were turned off. So when oh the, yes, by yeah, the time yeah. there is Monday, they're told, "Hey, something happened over the weekend. Do not open shady emails. Do not open this. <laughs> Just update your computers first. And yeah. they they diverted that. Wow, with the unfortunate Africans, uh, that happened. I do not know how they were able to pay the the bitcoins or. The, uh, I. I don't know. Like, do they even pay for it? I don't think anyone could even pay for it because that would be horrible. Imagine you get hit by such ransomware, then you can't even pay. <laughs> like, you are physically unable to. Even if you're like a billionaire, you just even if Steve Massey was slapped up here in Zimbabwe was like affected, yeah. you'll just be sitting but there. You like, don't have um, just, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My so word. the surprising thing, sounds, uh, Marcus, Marcus, what's his name? Mar- Marcus Hutchkins. What, what's, is Marcus <laughs> Hutchkins is the 22-year-old guy. Yeah, the the guy who accidentally stopped some of the remaining computers that were stopped, who accidentally saved some of the the people that have been af- were, were being affected by WannaCry. So he created a software that originally he created to track WannaCry, right? But then somewhere along the way, he actually found out that not only was his software tracking WannaCry, it was finding it and disabling. The How is that accidental? I don't know. It was really accidental. He's just okay. He, I think there's just the media trying to make it sound cool, like oh, la, la, I am on Google. Then oh look, I accidentally hacked WannaCry. Yay for me! I really think that's how they're doing it. Just to, no, but to, to, uh, but seriously, like some of these some of these things are accidental. I think he's because he, what happened is that his yeah. software took advantage of a bug that is in WannaCry, and this enabled it to shut down. The whole entire ransom, uh, the um, malware. So the whole thing was yeah shut down because of it. But that's impressive. You see, and he's only 22, which is quite young. Yeah, this guy you and see, the other guy who had Google, the world. those guys are impressive. Yeah, youth saving the world. But then one thing he notices is that most of these um, viruses and <coughs> the antidotes to them are usually done by the youth. Like yeah. if you remember back in the 90s, there was the there was a couple the Hello virus, the Hello <laughs> malware that one. There's uh, always, there's always a seventeen-year-old who ended up getting a job. He went to do community service for six months. He caused two billion dollars worth of damages and oh. went to do community service for six months and afterwards got a job. Most hackers, most hackers are teenagers. You know the ah, the thirteen-year-old who hacked Snapchat, who hacked Google, who hacked Microsoft, who hacked Apple. It's just like, uh, jeez. Yeah, they literally pay him. So he's now. They're now literally paying paying him like a to, white hat hacker. Yeah, to to uh, close loopholes in their software. Oh yeah, that's amazing. Like he would be, he would do the same job, but instead of doing it publicly and saying, "Ah, I broke your systems," he tell them privately that, "Yeah, right yeah. here, if you do this, exactly, he's exposed." So that's cool. his job, and he's only thirteen, and only he's self taught. Yeah, this Hutchins guy is also self educated. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. Oh yeah, one thing we had left. So. As fellow Zimbabweans, as you have noticed in the past, you sometimes buy bundles, right? Um, then, <laughs> yeah, then you get like two fifty megabytes of Ethernet Wi-Fi. But then your problem, the problem is that there are no Wi-Fi 
making it Wi-Fi hotspots in your local surrounding. Funny story, I actually have a thousand five hundred megabytes worth of Ethernet Wi-Fi yeah. bundles. So now my lucky, actual bundles are finished. Lucky for you, lucky for you. Now Ethernet recently sort of relaunched uh, the the well they tried it on a smaller scale at first the whole Ethernet Wi-Fi mobile Wi-Fi combi thing. So now they relaunched the program whereby they put hot mobile hotspots in. In combis, yeah, and they launched about fifty combis with mobile hotspots. So Ooh. now you, not only are you going to be able to stream, you're going to be able to to use your 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 like your extra megabytes that you never use on your combi trip to wherever you're going, Kugomba town, <laughs> yeah, Borodale, yeah, Borod, really, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Borodale, whatever, village, <laughs> village. You know, app your girlfriend. Wherever you're going. Yeah, I'm in the Uber. Yes, yes. No, they're, they're in the combi. But yeah. Yes, they have Uber. They have hot. They have Wi-Fi on our Uber these days. Yeah. But I thought Zimbabwe doesn't have Uber yet. She. <laughs> that is basically the entire story. There's not. There's nothing much to it. But yeah. but how would you know if the combi has um the hotspot or not? Uh there. There's a large. There's literally a large white sticker outside the combi. Ethernet Wi-Fi zone. That is oh, seriously, so yeah. they're going to get like branded and everything. Haven't you seen them? I have not seen them. I've I have seen, seen Econet combis, yes. They, they are to be written Econet Wi-Fi zone on the door. Isn't it? Like it's literally a large sticker. And it says Econet Wi-Fi zone. Yeah. 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 Oh, that is pretty cool. That is... <laughs> so yeah, um, that would really help actually. In the commute. If you want to just go out and browse and whatnot. Yes, my brothers who do not have airtime. Mm-hmm. You yes. know. But they have bundles, so the T caps and the Dion's. Yes, 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 yes. Moving on swiftly. <laughs> we have another interesting story coming up, um, sticking to phones um as well. <laughs> um so in twenty fifteen, it's twenty fifteen, Econet announced and they did move on to four G LTE. So did Net One follow suit. So those are the two mobile operators that were on four G. And it's now May 2017, two years later. And drum roll, please. Tell us all I've now moved on to 4G. <laughs> yeah, the CEO announced that they're moving on to bigger things. <laughs> these and are people black. These are people clapping in the background. <laughs> yes, exactly. Applause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, someone deserves a raise so, for this. So innovative, man. Woo! <laughs> You know, like at every convention, there's always that guy in the crowd who's overreacting. Like, Whoa, yeah, exactly. Man, like at the at the at the Google I/O, there was always that one guy. Who's like, oh my god! Oh, oh my god! Oh. Just remember the original iPhone launch. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like Steve Jobs literally just said, "If you want to see your music library, all you have to do is slide." And then he just slid the screen, and people were gasping like it was such a new thing. <sighs> ah, back in 2000, that was 10 years ago. Yeah. But yes, you think they should have done this 10 years ago, but they've only done it now. Telesol have launched LTE. Um, it was the CEO, Angeline Vere, who announced it, which, which is finally, which I'm excited-ish for, because, well, look, it sucks that some people are still on 3G. You know, Telesol is, we need competition for Econet. I've always said that. And to see the competition finally doing something better. It's great. I mean, I'm not really happy that it's only coming now because, well, now everyone in the U.S. is talking about 5G. And here's Telesol saying, look, we're going into 4G. It's, it's kind of sad. But then, you know, that's the situation. And it's, it's at least, look, 
we're getting competition. That's what we want, right? Yeah, competition. Yeah. At least people are getting competition. But hey, what can you do about it? Ah, Zimbabwe is so. My question is, why is it that Net One were able to go to 4G really quickly, but Telstar wasn't? But they're both government parastatals. That makes no sense to me. You'd think like they'd both go together, but no, they didn't. It's it's not. There's something that's always really complicated with these government institutions. It's because uh, underfunding, favoritism, corruption. There's always there's always more at play in these government institutions. Misuse of funds. Mm, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm really surprised. I'm really surprised they've made it. But why? Why? Why so long? Like it's two years, guy. Two freaking years. No, but then 4G originally came out in like 2013. Yeah, no, they 2013. did. When it did, Econet did like when it came out, new people, Econet pledged that they were looking to actually um, improve the infrastructure. Yeah. That was in 2013. That's when they started talking about LTE. Then it took them about two years to get it done, and that's when 2015 they launched it. Yeah. And L- Net One did the same thing. I think like at, no, yeah. I think late 2014. That's when they launched it. Then 2015, 2016, 2017. That's like, what, five years? Five years later. That is when now we're starting to talk about 5G. And 5G has already launched has with it? the S8. I think it was meant, you know, has the, the S8 is officially enabled for the, 5G. There's a bit now. of, um, con- not controversy per se, but like a bit of a mix-up because there's, there's a new 4G technology that's come out. That it's still 4G. Then there's 5G proper is yet to come out. It's yet to come out. That's what I'm hearing. But hmm, because was it AT and T in the states? They were actually advertising something as 5G, but the truth is it was just 4G. Yeah, yeah. Um, so th- there, there are always complications with these types of inter- like what uh, mobile providers. But I really think that this time it's it's better to upgrade to 5G than innovate on 4G technology since That's it's true. already been here for four. Five years already. Half a decade. Exactly. Yeah, it's already half a decade. <laughs> and this is when Teleso is finally implementing the technology to, to their daily users. It's, it's, really, it's really it's really sad. But yeah, let tell us let us know what you think. Do you have a phone that uses five G or four G or three G? Are you still a GPRS fan or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, let yeah. Us yeah. Know. It it has been completely disabled in, in America. Completely. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's fantastic. So no, 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 two G, one G, yeah, edge. yeah, all those they're gone. Thank goodness. It helps people buy more phones. It actually helps the the for mobile phone manufacturers if you look at it. Mm. It's really helpful. So, um, guys, let us know what you think about what else. What the uh, the what else? <laughs> Everything that has happened, happened this yeah. week. Um, yeah, we're gonna have a, probably gonna have a special episode next week for Google, Google I/O, I/O. Hence the shortness of this one. Yeah, because there's literally too much ev- too too much information to talk about. So we have uh, chosen to do a special episode for Google I/O alone. Yes, that will be next week. Do that alone, 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 <laughs> And on that note, we are supposed to let you go. Like Gary, where can they exes. find you? You can find me on Instagram. My name is Hugo. You get the slump god, yeah, because I'm a slump god, get it? Yeah. So, Hugo dot slump god, yes. Um, for all your feedback, you can go to Technology um, Podcast. That's our Instagram page. Like, leave comments. You know, you can diss TCAP on how ugly he looks. Or you can catch him on. Thank you. 
I am Dion Spring. That's where I am on Twitter. You can also find the podcast on Twitter at Technology FM. You can find the podcast on Facebook as well. That's also at Technology FM. We'd love to see you there. Thank you for listening and have a great one. Bye. And now. And now. Capital 263.